spectre is haunting culture, the spectre of piss. From BuzzFeed videos of people drinking their own piss for the first time, to Bear Grylls achieving a strange sort of fame for his piss-guzzling survival antics, we love to watch people drink urine. Piss is everywhere, and yet the prospect of enjoying it in sex, known as water sports or golden showers, remains taboo. We do, however, love to gossip about people using piss in sex. In April 2019, unconfirmed reports of the Russian government holding a tape showing Trump pissing on sex workers swept the internet. The pee tape, as it came to be known, was something, something of a spectre itself. The Steele dossier, which was the source of the rumours, only had a second-hand knowledge of it, and the tape never surfaced. Nonetheless, political cartoonists went to town, using alleged piss play to paint Trump as a hopeless pervert. Using apparent perversion to smear political opponents is nothing new, but the focus on piss play as an act of unthinkable deviance is curious. Piss porn is ubiquitous. A quick search for piss on Pornhub brings up over 43,000 results, while a 2014 Canadian study showed 16% of respondents had fantasised about using piss in sex. Most of piss porn follows fairly standard power play dynamics anyone familiar with BDSM practices will recognise. To piss in someone's mouth is an expression of control and superiority that places the piss drinker as the consumer of bodily waste. To piss oneself has a similar build-up of pressure and releases orgasm, combined with the eroticised shame of losing control of one's body. Being pissed on dictates a clear hierarchy of who's dominant and who is submissive, dictated by a stream of fluid from the genitals, not wholly unlike cum. The use of piss as a gesture of submission is not solely a human preoccupation either. Dogs will roll onto their backs and urinate on themselves to show the pack leader that they're not a threat. Havelock Ellis, a 19th century sexologist and eugenicist who published studies in the psychology of sex, was an early proponent of piss fetishes. In his correspondence and autobiography, Ellis cheerfully recounted his urophilia, writing, I may be regarded as a pioneer in the recognition of the beauty of the natural act in women when carried out in the erect attitude. In other words, he enjoyed watching women stand to pee. Ellis, rather disconcertingly, referred to piss as a divine stream, and claimed the image of a woman standing to urinate was one of the few things that could make him erect. He traced his fascination with these divine streams back to his childhood experiences. In one incident, his mother playfully thrust his sibling's sword nappy in his face when he was nine years old. Several years later, his mother lifted her skirts and squatted to relieve herself behind some bushes while taking the young Ellis on a walk through some gardens. Ellis would later recount how the sound of urine hitting the ground had titillated him. Childhood experiences of bladder control and loss of it may account for some people's interest in piss play as adults. It's certainly true that children's use of toilets is carefully controlled, and school bathrooms can be places of shame and exposure. In one US survey, in one US survey 81% of elementary school teachers said they allow children unlimited access to water, while, contradictorily, 88% also said they encouraged their students to hold in their pee. Similarly, a UK study found that 40% of secondary school girls reported holding their pee to avoid using school toilets, while 16% of boys reported unnamed bad things happened in school toilets. The simultaneous encouragement from teachers for children to hold in urine and a fear of school toilets means pee is configured both as dangerous and shameful in school settings. Needing to pee may result in a teacher being angry at you or being bullied in the toilets by your peers. 
It's no wonder that piss can become a shorthand for power and control later in life that is inevitably brought into sexual contexts. Being forced to piss yourself by a partner merely reenacts childhood experiences of not being allowed to pee by adults. Piss becomes a fetishised object that holds particular power. Whoever controls the piss controls the scenario, much like the teachers and parents did in childhood. To piss yourself signals an absolute loss of control over your body in a deeply visible and socially taboo way. It's no wonder that for some it's also the ultimate kink.